Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hi, I'm George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Bolder, and welcome to the Leveling Up Podcast. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. In today's episode, we are talking about how you are not alone. In fact, I'm going to be sharing with you why we, small business owners, are many. This follows on from Monday's episode where I was talking about why we, small business owners, should be running the world. I had a little bit of a dig, unashamedly, at corporate because I want to show you why small business matters. I want to show you why you matter, what you do matters. And I want to show you why your business matters in this world. And that's the theme for the whole of this week. And it's going to continue today when I share with you how not only why small businesses are the ones that should be fundamentally determining the landscape of society, because we have higher values, we have greater morals, and we give back and we contribute way more than the corporations that leech our planet, leech our resources, the ones that treat our people inhumanely, our animals inhumanely, and our planet inhumanely. So there you go. If you are offended by such things, you know what? You can always listen with an open mind and see where it goes and see where it takes you. Or you could, of course, just switch off right now. Come back next week when normal programming resumes. The bottom line is really simple. I'm here to inspire, to motivate, to champion small businesses just like yourself. And I'm just using this as an example why we need to step up, why we need to understand that we are more than what we think we are. We are bigger than who we think we are. And what we do is so much more important than maybe what we think it is. So keeping on with that theme, I want to share with you some stats, some figures that may surprise you. Not only are you not alone, not only are we the few, maybe even consider ourselves the minority, I'm going to share with you some facts and figures that show you that we are many. If I look at my club, We've got 60 to 70 business owners right now, all the way from just starting out, all the way through to be many years into their businesses, even exiting and selling their businesses, doing potentially millions of pounds in revenue. Now I look at that and I think, right, I've got a community of 60 to 70 business owners. If I pan back a little bit and I start looking at the local area, I don't have to look very far to start to see that there are thousands of businesses just in my local area. If I step back a little bit further, I can start to see that there are hundreds of thousands of businesses within arm's distance of where I am right now. And you know what? If we come back just a little bit further and look at the UK, we realize that there are nearly six million of us, six million small business owners. In fact, I'll give the numbers. There are six million businesses in the UK, 5.94 million of them are small businesses, small businesses being defined as between naught and 49 employees, basically under 50 employees. We make up 99.9% of all businesses in the UK. Just let that sink in for a moment. 
5.94 million small businesses, just like you, just like me, in the UK. 99.9% of all business is us. We employ, we being the small business community, 5.94 million of us, we employ three-fifths of the workforce in the UK. That's 16.8 million people. Collectively, we turn over 52% of the national turnover. That's £2.3 trillion per year. Now, if you listen to this and you're in a different country, your numbers will be similar. Now, of course, we're talking about businesses under 50 staff, and you might be thinking, well, what about you? You know, you're a sole trader, you're just one person in your business. Well, guess what? You are in great company because 4.6 million businesses in the UK don't employ anybody. It starts to tilt those figures when you're thinking three-fifths of the workforce are employed by small businesses, and you're thinking that actually the vast majority of small businesses are actually one-person bands. You start to realize, actually, that the remaining 1.3, roughly, million businesses that are small do a shitload of employment. A shitload. And also, when you think about that revenue, the £2.3 trillion, well, when you take out the 4.6 million one-man bands and... They might be turning over anything for maybe tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, but let's be honest, it's going to be relatively small turnovers. You start to realize that actually the rest of the small business community, the 1.3 million businesses that employ anybody, somebody, you start to realize actually there's a huge amount of turnover going through those businesses. So all these figures, by the way, are from the FSB, the Federation of Small Businesses website. However, this next one is homegrown. It's a finger in the air number, I'm going to be honest with you, based on certain presuppositions. But basically, I've worked out there's about 40 million people in the UK eligible for working. Okay, this is working on the assumption that people are working roughly between the ages of 20 and 65. Okay, so it's not going to be completely accurate. But roughly, we are looking at 40 million people roughly that are eligible for working in the UK. One in seven of those runs her own business. Now, again, that might be slightly not accurate because obviously there are a certain number of non-trading businesses and there's a number of people that might own more than one business, okay? So let's round it up. Let's say 10. Let's say one in 10 people eligible for working or of working age run their own business. You're certainly not alone. When you walk around out in the streets, Roughly, on average, one in 10 people you meet will also be a business owner. They could be a sole trader. They could be a laborer. They may run a 49-person business. When we start to think about these numbers, number one, we realize that we most definitely are not alone. Number two, we realize we most definitely are not inconsequential. And number three, we realize that actually, together, collectively, we are incredibly important. We're important for employment, we're important for the economy, we're important for society and civilization as a whole. And yet, doesn't it seem sometimes that small businesses seem to get the shitty end of the stick? If we look at taxation, for example, we are blindingly aware of the loopholes in the tax laws, the loopholes in VAT laws. We are wide awake to the fact that big organizations making billions upon billions of dollars and pounds are not paying their way in tax. And yet, over recent years, small businesses have been taxed in all kinds of different ways, whether it's 
the national insurance changes, whether it's changes to the taxation, what rules apply to us. It's constantly changing. And it does feel, doesn't it, sometimes like the government's coming after us for money when maybe it should be looking to those billion dollar businesses that clearly aren't paying their way. If we just look at the current situation around the world, but also, again, just bring it back to my own country, the UK, and we look at businesses. And yeah, you know what? We've been supported by government through the lockdowns and restrictions, for sure. Um, There's been money available. There's been bounce back loans available. And whilst it's good that businesses have been taken care of to some degree, many haven't, but many have. What's actually more telling than that is the impact to small businesses across the whole. Now, of course, the coronavirus, and let's be honest, it's not the coronavirus that's done anything to the economy. It's the lockdowns that have destroyed economies around the world. I keep saying this, you know, I don't know what the right thing to do is, but what I will tell you is don't blame coronavirus for the economy. We have to take responsibility, or our governments need to take responsibility, and our health advisors need to take responsibility for the action plan, the treatment plan for coronavirus, which involves lockdowns and restrictions of movement, etc. That's what's killed the economy, not the virus itself. The virus, by the way, I'm not letting it off the hook. It's a bit of a wanker. But don't blame the virus for the economy. Blame the virus for the virus, bits and pieces. We have to look for responsibility to be placed in the actions that we're taking as countries and nations around the world in response to coronavirus. I don't want to get into that with you right now. We've all got our own opinions. However, I do want to share with you the opinions of Oxfam as of the 9th of September 2020. And in an article that they released, they share how 32 of the world's largest corporations have made 109 billion extra dollars because of lockdown and because of coronavirus. 109 billion pounds has been made extra from the world's 32 largest corporations. Now, don't be wrong. I'm aware there are big corporations that have been hit hard by the lockdown. The holiday industry, the hotel industries, I'm well aware that the travel industries, the airlines, etc., have all paid a price for this as well. But just looking at this from the opinion of Oxfam, 32 of the world's largest corporations are up 109 billion. Amazon, by the way, is 20-something billion all on its own that it's made extra just because of lockdown. Doesn't take a genius to work out why, because if you're like me, 90% of everything you've bought in the last seven months has turned up to your door in a little brown box. The report describes the situation as this. The COVID pandemic lays bare an economic model that delivers profits for the wealthiest on the backs of the poorest. This is Oxfam's words, not mine. The COVID pandemic lays bare an economic model that delivers profits for the wealthiest on the backs of the poorest. Whilst $109 billion has been made by 32 of the world's largest corporations, half a billion people, half a billion people have been pushed into poverty from the economic fallout. Let us sink in for a minute. 109 billion extra for 32 of the world's largest corporations, half a billion, 500 million people have been pushed into poverty. That's their words. 400 million job losses already. And it's estimated that 430 million small businesses are at risk. Let these numbers just sink in for a moment. 
32 of the world's biggest corporations, 109 billion up. Half a billion people pushed into poverty, 400 million people have lost their jobs, and 430 million people have their small business at risk. We fundamentally are paying the price. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to say that we're the poor, okay? In the Western world, with our small businesses, I'm not saying that we are the poor. However, I want to lean on what Oxfam has found, which is fundamentally the price is being paid by individuals in employment and by small businesses. Are there other casualties? Of course there are. But we're small businesses. This is what we're interested in. And this is what I'm championing. The bottom line is really simple. We are potentially at risk. There's other industries at risk for sure. But with 430 million small businesses at risk, that's a huge risk to small business. In fact, when you consider it's estimated that there's about 150 million small businesses worldwide, and we're talking about 430 million of those being at risk, that's roughly kind of one in three businesses that are at risk. What that means is that we need to stand together. We are many. We are important. We are a massive part of employment. We're a massive part of the economy. We might be small in stature, our individual businesses, but collectively, we are huge. And our brothers and sisters around the world, 430 million of us are at risk of losing our business, according to Oxfam's findings. Now, again, this week is not about knocking per se corporations. It's using corporations as a reference point for why it's so important that small businesses survive, small businesses thrive, you grow your business, and that you are financially viable. In other words, that you're financially successful. This is what my call to action is. By using what I believe is an imbalance in the world of the power that big corporations have over society and over our lives and over our governments, when we look at the behaviors and the morals and the values of small business owners who are paying fundamentally the price for what's going on right now, we start to realize that actually we are at risk and we're at threat. And therefore, we owe it to the world. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to each other to make sure that we survive, make sure that we thrive, and make sure that we are successful. Because if we lose too many small businesses, we're losing the fabric of society. And I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again on this podcast. We're oppressed by big corporations. I'm addicted as much as anybody else. I'm sitting here, I'm recording on my Apple products. I'm looking at my Apple iPad and I've got my Apple phone next to me. In my fridge, I've got some cans of Coke. I drive an Audi. I get it. I'm as addicted to the next person, to big corporations, big brands. But fundamentally, what we need to fight for here is not the bringing down of corporations or the disruption of corporations. What we need to fight for is the survival of our small businesses. Not only because of the jobs that we offer, not only because of the amount of money that we bring into the economy, but more important potentially than all of that, fundamentally, the positive impact that we have on society. One in 10 people you meet in the UK runs their own business. Most of those, almost all of those, are going to be small businesses. The vast majority of those are one-man bands. What that means is, is that society at ground level is made up of entrepreneurs and business owners, just like it used to be 100, 200 years ago. In the old days, it was the butcher, the greengrocer, 
Many of the industries still exist today. It's the plumber, the builder, the gardener. We might have some new industries, the HR individual, the marketing executive, the coach, the independent mechanic. But fundamentally, when we look around us, we realize that society is built on small business, and yet the world is bombarded by big corporations. On Monday's episode, I went into a little bit of a rant, unashamedly, about the influence that big corporations have over our politics, over the agenda of the planet, the influences that they have just because of the money. Well, 52% of the revenue generated in the UK is from small businesses. The problem is it's in 50 grand here, 100 grand there. Even the businesses doing, you know, 50 million even. It's not enough to have any real sway at the highest levels of government and the highest levels of the planet. But collectively, we're huge. Collectively, we are many. Collectively, we have a huge part to play in creating the society that we want to live in. Is it one where the planet's resources are being leached for profit? Is it one where the animal kingdom's being destroyed for profit? Is it one where employees and the workforce are being uh, abused potentially for the profit? where people are not being paid what they're worth for profit, where harmful chemicals and products are pumped into the sea, into the ground, into the rivers, into nature for profit. Is that the world that we want to live in or do we want to live in the world which is created by you, your values, your morals, the one that wants to do good, that wants to give back, the one that's trying to leave the world in a better place than it found it? Not the corporations. Again, not all corporations, I get that. But just corporations in general, they're damaging the earth. They're damaging society. I'm as addicted to the next person. This is not saying don't buy your Apple products or don't buy your BMW or don't fly British. It's not about any of this stuff. What it's about is looking after yourself and making sure that you survive and you thrive because you owe it to the rest of us to do that. We need you to be successful and you need us to be successful and we need each other to be successful because when we still have over 50% of the revenue, when we employ over 50% of the workforce in the UK, it'll be similar worldwide. We owe it to everyone at ground level for small businesses to thrive. And right now, small businesses are paying the price. Small businesses and their employees are paying the biggest price. Again, as Oxfam said, the COVID pandemic lays bare an economic model that delivers profits for the wealthiest on the backs of the poorest. We're not the poorest. I'm not pretending for a second that we are the poorest. However, we are paying the price. And across the UK, we're paying the price. Across the world, we're paying the price. And therefore, I am rallying the troops not to wage war on government or wage war on corporations, but just to look after themselves, to make sure that they're successful and to look after the businesses around them to maybe join in small business groups. I've got a business group with 60 to 70 people in it right now. There's networking groups. Do more than just networking. Do more than just business coaching. Bring them together into a culture. Bring them together into a community that nurtures and supports each other, that cheers each other on and fundamentally looks out for one another. That encourages us to be successful, encourages us to take our rightful place, as I believe it is, to form the fabric of society, to bring the morals and the values to our society, rather than having them eroded 
by mega corporations that are just chasing a dollar. And this isn't me, by the way, on my own, being critical of corporations. I don't know if you remember a documentary that was made by the filmmaker Mark Akbar, and he asked the question, you know, what type of person would a corporation be? So a corporation has the legal entity of a person, and he asked the question, which is, what kind of person would a corporation be if we did some testing on it, test the psychology of it? And he found the answer was that they were basically dickheads. He found that they were psychopathical in their nature. He found that they were greedy. They took. They didn't care. They didn't care about society. They didn't care about the employees. They didn't care about their customers. They didn't care about the world and the globe. Now, we know many businesses put on a veneer face. They say the right things, but they're doing all the wrong things. I'm well aware that there are some other businesses that I'm sure are trying to do the right things. This is less about knocking the big corporations, although I am unashamedly doing that. But I'm doing it for one reason, and that is to bolster small businesses like you. To say to a small business like you, you're not inconsequential, you're not small, you do matter what you do matters your business counts for something, you're part of something. And I truly believe that what we need is a new entrepreneurial era, an era where the societies that we live in not only have these one in 10 business owners that are hidden. Up until I said that today, you may not even been aware that you were surrounded by so many business owners. But these business owners that are hidden, that are secret, you see the vans or, you know, when you need someone to come and do your gutters, you're aware kind of that these people are businesses, but we don't necessarily always see the sheer volume of businesses that are out there that make up society at ground level. And yet our culture is being bombarded, coerced, manipulated by mega brands and mega corporations. So this week... It's unashamedly here to champion you, to champion small businesses like you, for us to come together, not necessarily physically or literally, but to metaphorically align ourselves with each other, to realize we are not alone, to realize we have nearly 6 million brothers and sisters in the UK, 150 million brothers and sisters worldwide, 430 million of them at risk, and what's going to be left? Amazon. Facebook. Who's going to be left? The mega corporations. McDonald's. And I don't want those companies to fail. I don't want those companies to be destroyed. I just want entrepreneurs to take their rightful place in creating the values, the morals, and the culture that you have in your country and we have across the globe. I'm going to see you on Friday. I'm going to continue this theme unashamedly. If you are interested in looking at what we're doing for our business owners, if you're interested to see how we're supporting our community, how we're bringing our community together like never before, then please go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll drop the link in the descriptions as well. If you are an ambitious small business owner, depending on where you are in your own current business journey, we have a group that is perfect for you. Right now, we have groups of people that are just starting out in business. There's many of you. If you've been in business for a little while, maybe you're doing 10, 20, 30K, 40, 50K even, but you want to get your business to over 100 grand, then we've got groups available for you as well. Now, if you're a business owner, having a degree of success already, maybe doing 100 grand, 200 grand, maybe up to three, four, even 500,000 in turnover, 
and you want to take your business to the next level, you want to scale that business to the next level, create the quality of life that you want to have, and again, we've got groups there for you as well. Please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. You'll find there's loads of resources there as well to help you on your own entrepreneurial journey. I will see you on Friday where we'll round up this week's theme. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 